Hi, and welcome to the next installment of Slingers and Dingers. I'm Kyle, and as always, I'm joined by Austin and Jared. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Good, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you, Austin? I'm doing pretty good. I'm ready to roll tonight. Jared, you've been busy today, man. It seems like you took out a drain or fixed a garbage disposal. You took off the siding of your house. How was that? It was a long day, my friend. Long day. Not the way I love to spend my Saturdays, but we got that taken care of. So oh. thanks to the father and all for the help. But now we're ready to talk baseball, and I'm sure that you're excited, as excited as I am to get this thing started because today we are talking about league leaders who we expect to be the cream of the crop for hitters and pitchers. So without further ado, I'll let you gentlemen take it in. We're going to be starting with strikeouts. I'll go ahead and jump in on my strikeouts leader here, a guy that Jared got in a fire sale in our league last year, Shane Bieber. I think that he's going to be the league leader in case he's, he's at a prime age for pitchers. He's still relatively young and in the MLB when it comes to pitching, especially with some of the guys with what we saw with some of those 40 year olds last year, his <laughs> percentage was down last year. If he gets closer to the 40% range, like he has been in years past, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be leading the league. He's going to be well over 200 strikeouts, probably in the 220, 230 range. But it's Shane Bieber all day for me on the strikeouts. So in your expertise, what round of baseball and just a standard non-dynasty league draft, what round would you be shooting for this guy? I wouldn't be upset to take him fifth or sixth round. I think that's a fair get, but I'd probably have four or five solid hitters before then he'd be my ace, and I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I think he's currently going at the tail end of round four, early round five right now. A little high for me. I like Bieber. Good pitcher. He's going to get a lot of innings. Good ERA, good whip. I don't think he's going to be a league leader in strikeouts. I do think he'll get a fair amount, but I don't think he has the capability of being league leader in strikeouts, personally. I'd rather get him in round eight or nine, so I'm out on him this year in a redraft league. You're right, I did get him in a fire sale last year. Recently had our draft, and I did trade him away already, though, so maybe I missed out on one. You might. I think that that was a trade to help equal out the playing field, and I can appreciate those trades, but you just gave up the league leader in strikeouts, so you're going to come back to bite you in the ass. He's a good pitcher. I agree he's a good pitcher. I just don't think he's going to be a strikeout guy. So we'll we'll move on to my pick for the uh, American League strikeouts. I'm going to go with Shane McClanahan from the Tampa Bay Rays, power lefty. Big strikeout numbers last year, limited innings, for shoulder late last year. He did come back for the last couple starts and seemed to be healthy, but his numbers were dramatically down from what he'd been pitching the majority of the year. I mean, he was probably the American League Cy Young favorite until that injury. Those are some excellent choices there, gentlemen. I definitely prefer McClanahan over Bieber, although I have owned Bieber in the past, and he was one of my – I was probably one of the first people to ever own him in fancy leagues. But for the next category, we have homers. we got the long ball, boys. Dingers. Mm-hmm. Swingers and dingers. Yep. We've already said the slingers. Now it's time to move on to the dingers. All right. Well, let me tell you about a guy, the Millville Meteor. Does that ring a bell to any of you guys who the Millville Meteor is? <laughs> it does not. Well, his name is Mr. Mike Trout, and I had given him away last year at a fire sale due to his bad back issues. He's from Millville, New Jersey, originally from Vineland, New Jersey, but it's Mike Trout. I've got a bold prediction. I think he's going to win the Home Run Derby as well this year. So not only going to lead the league in homers, I think he's going to be in the Derby. He's going to be taking that that trophy as well as possibly an MVP. We'll see. I mean, he's Mike Trout. 
he's if he can stay healthy, if he's playing even a decent amount of games, I'd say a majority of them, he's going to have a good chance to hit home runs. He's a line drive approach guy. I'm not a doctor, but based upon after I traded him with the back issues and he just went off for about 500 home runs per day, you know, I don't see the back being an issue this year. This isn't the NBA. There's no load management. I think this guy's going to come out. He's going to be all over the ball this year. And he's going to get back to Mike Trout form. So what's your prediction? Don't mean to cut you off there, Jerry. What's your prediction for how amount of home runs he'll have? 47. 47. That's doable. But at some point, he's 31 years old. You imagine that his age is catching up to him. He's getting to have a little bit more injuries than he has previously in his career. If he can stay healthy, I believe he can do it. It's just a matter that he stays on the field. Yeah, if he does, I mean, he can break easily. He's just that good. I like Trout this year. If he's healthy enough, I think he can do it. I mean, like you said, he went on a hell of a run second half after you traded him in our league, but I think it was mid-August is when he really heated up after that report of the chronic back injury. But I do like Trout, but my pick for home run leader this year is I've got Ronald Acuna. I just think it's his time. You know, he's been injured the last couple of seasons, ACL injuries. You saw him steal some bags last year, so it's not stopping him from running. And I think this year he finds his power again. I think he's going to lead all of baseball. I got him hitting 45 this year. I have to disagree. I like Acuna. I'm not too big on a guy who tears his ACL, especially in the MLB, because it could change your mechanics. Cody Bellinger is a great example of that. He didn't tear his ACL, but he changed a little bit of his mechanics. MVP to fringe bench guy. I think he'll have a solid year, but I don't think he's going to have the type of pop that he's had in the past after the ACL injury. I think the biomechanics are going to be all messed up. I agree. It's a bounce back year. Let's see if he can play a full season without getting hurt. He does have, or previously did have the potential to be the home run leader, but I agree with Austin on this one. Mechanic-wise, I believe he's just going to be a little slow at the very beginning of the season. So love him long-term, love him in dynasty purposes, love him for this year. But let's just see if he can reach 45. As for Bellinger, real quick, he is a known tinker. Like, he does love to tinker with everything when it comes to his stance, the way he holds the bat and everything. So I do think that could also play a part of it. But I agree with you guys that I'm not a big fan of guys coming off injuries. However, like I said, it didn't really affect his stealing last year, which you'd think it would affect that more so than power. But we'll see. Well, unfortunately, with Bellinger's tinkering, it tinkered his future salaries as well. Absolutely. So. He needs the, if anything, he needs to untinker. Yeah. 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 Hopefully he finds it this year for the Cubbies. I am a Cubs fan, so I can only pray to Harry Carey that he can fucking hit 45. It's a good one-year deal for the Cubs. Yeah. All right, guys. Great choices. I prefer Trout over Acuna. I'm not saying that either of them is going to be the home run leader. My guy, I'm actually going to take a bold prediction on this one. It's going to be... Austin Riley. That's my guy. Austin Riley is protected in that Braves lineup. He's going to, at least in my opinion, hit 40 this year. He's solidified himself as a star. He's been able to have an average as well. So my bold prediction is 46. I like like Riley this year too. That's one less than what I predicted for Trout, so that would make him second place, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah, but unlike, unlike Trout, Riley can stay on the field. (laughs) I guess we'll see. Yep. But good choices, guys. Next up, we got the Ribby category. Ribby's is a spot that I am – 
dying to have this year because I have not had RBIs in the past in our fantasy leagues. I tried to go fastball last year and get a bunch of guys that are at the top of the lineup that can get a ton of runs and some stolen bases, but I struggled to beat people in home runs and RBIs last year. RBIs this year, I got to give it to Spence. He's got one of the guys that I think a lot of people would love to get for a team that probably needs a trade, Jose Ramirez. I think that he's going to be, he had 126 last year. Don't know if he'll get to 126 again, but I think 122 is a good number to put him at. I think that that's good enough to lead it. Maybe he could hit 130 if he gets into a lot of really decent situations throughout the year, but Jose's a really good bet for me. He's got the hit King, the on-base king, Stephen Kwan in front of him. Jesus. He's got Omed Rosario in front of him. Those are guys that are going to get on base for him, give him some opportunity. Then he's got Josh Bell behind him, so people aren't going to want to really walk him too much. He's going to get pitched to. He's going to be a guy that's going to, regardless of if he's the leader or not, he's going to be triple digits if he can stay healthy. Speaking of trades, how about that stinker you posted in the league the other day, Halcom? Who was it, Jared? Yeah. Wasn't it to you? Tommy yeah, Edmond and Hunter Green uh, for Vlad Guerrero Jr. That's what you're asking about, right? What? <laughs> the, one where, the one where Dirt asked about Fernando Tatis Jr. from me? No, I'm talking about the trade that you asked a King Ransom for that many of our listeners would just roll over and just fucking laugh at you for even offering something. Would you like to explain the trade? Yeah, Jared, I believe it was to you. Yeah, that was. It was Tommy Edmond and Hunter Green. For Vladimir Guerrero, 12-team, head-to-head, 16-player keeper league. So we need to preface that Jared did tell me before the season, I will do whatever it takes to get Hunter Green off of your team this year. <laughs> I, I said I will do what it takes to get Hunter Green without paying over-realistic prices. Now i got to find the text. You're just trying to play that hometown team, me being a Reds fan, with Hunter Green against me. Hey. I'll play what I need to play. I don't blame you, but you know, I did post a poll about that trade, and I got about 40 responses, and I think 39 of them were close to the lines of uh, hell no. And what was that one person? They were like, hell yeah, that's an awesome trade. Tommy Edmund? No, he did say Edmund Green, but I assume he was being sarcastic. 39 to 1, you know. I know that you were telling me the other day, one of my favorite comments was that Austin should stick to fantasy tennis. Yeah, one commenter on that poll did say, the guy that sent that needs to stick to fantasy tennis, it looks like. Well, good thing he's on a fantasy baseball podcast. Well, I'll tell you what, whenever they come in and they can do my job on this podcast, then I'll start listening to their advice. But for all I know, it's a bunch of bots that jared created accounts for and just wanted to make all these stupid <laughs> comments oh yeah jared has a burner account like kevin durant sound like 40 of them actually 39 <laughs> of them all right we're getting a little off topic here boys what about jared jared who's your rbi king i went with a real bold prediction here i'm gonna go with jd martinez for the dodgers he's got a career consistency and you put him into that Dodgers lineup with Mookie. Miguel Vargas is going to be in it. I just think there's going to be a lot of RBI opportunities for JD. Those guys hitting him in front are going to be getting on base every game for him. The Dodgers are going to be good again. Probably be one or two in the um, National League. So Lake Martinez is really going to do some damage this year. He's a little down last year, but he was in a poor lineup with Boston. Had 62 last year, but two years ago he had 99, and I think he can do better than that this year. What was the amount? Oh, I would say around 115, 120, right around there. Do you know where he slotted to hit at? No, I don't. Not yet. I would imagine they'll have him either four or five, though. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be probably the big bat in their lineup behind him. Well, I mean, he is 35 years old. 
he does have the pedigree, especially with Boston years. I just feel like he's getting up there in age. He's out of his prime. You're right. It was a bold prediction. I just feel like he's just not the J.D. Martinez that we saw in Boston. Well, what do you think, Austin? I second that notion. I figured you would. Yeah. I'm liking this Kyle and me tag team and Jared today. This is fun. Yeah, like it was us tag teaming you last weekend. I like it. This is good. Well, so far, two polls and... That's right. The winner of the poll was Jared was better last week. I can't wait for the end of the season polls. Jared's got all these nice people that want to vote for him in the preseason, but people will be voting for me after the season whenever they're like, damn, that guy was actually right. And we listened to the other dude. All right, guys, we're going into the steals category this year. Now, this is going to be a fun category, especially with the rule changes that happen throughout the league. There's going to be a lot of stolen bags this year, boys. Who we got? Yeah, I think so, too. I do as well. I'm going to go Julio Rodriguez. I think Adalberto Mondesi is the guy that I would like to pick, but I don't always like to pick the top choice. So I'm going to go Julio Rodriguez. He's projected like eighth or ninth right now in total steals, but I think he could do it. He's going to get on base a lot, which you got to get on base in order to be able to steal bases. He's fast. He's young. He's a young superstar in the making, and teams love to showcase their young superstars. They want to give their young superstars the go, and they hey, here's the keys, and you just take it and drive and go with it. And he's going to have a lot of freedom to do things and make mistakes. I think he'll get caught stealing a few times here and there, but it's not going to mess with his confidence, and I don't think that that team's going to care what he's doing, and they're just going to let him run wild. So Julio Rodriguez is my steals guy this year. I disagree because a lot of times with superstars, they tend to protect their most valuable hitters in case of injuries. I mean, look at what's happened to Tatis, although his things have been more defensive. But a lot of times these guys wind up pulling a hammy or getting some sort of finger or wrist injury, and that can linger throughout the season. I don't feel like the Steels leader is going to come from a superstar, per se. I'd like Julio. I do not think he'll lead the league in stolen bases. A little bit because of what Kyle said. I mean, the perfect example for Kyle was Byron Buxton. One of the fastest guys in baseball just can't stay healthy enough to get out there and steal the bases, so they've really slowed him down. As for Julio, I do think he'll probably reach 30-30 this year. I just don't think it'll be enough to lead the league. Like you, I'd like to pick Monacy myself, but, you know, I just don't think that's a smart decision. Even in a bold prediction, he's not going to play enough games. Hey, what's that supposed to mean as a longtime Monacy owner? Just can't give him up, Kyle. Nope, I can't. I can't quit you. My league leader in stolen bases, I'm actually going to go with rookie sensation Corbin Carroll. He's been lighting up the base paths this spring training already for Arizona. He grades out as the fastest guy in baseball literally already as a rookie. I don't think there's any reason for Arizona to not let him run. So I think Corbin Carroll is probably going to lead the league. and I'm going to say 60. Let's say just big 60. That's a bold prediction, especially since John Burry had like, what do you have, 40-something last year? Yeah, he had 41, 42, maybe 43. I still think he's going to play enough, to be honest with you. I do think he's going to get 40, close to 40 bags again. But, I mean, if he wasn't playing for Miami last year, why would he play for him this year? You know, they're terrible last year. They will, I think, they're a little better this year. I'll take a stab at this one as well. My guy is Miles Straw for Cleveland. I think he has an OBP of, I believe, 345, and that's just right around the same amount as Julio Rodriguez. I feel like Miles Straw is faster than Julio Rodriguez, and these rule changes are going to help these speedsters, guys. I imagine we're going to see several players having over 30 steals this year. But Miles Straw, I'm putting at 62. Jeez. I think you both are crazy. Mm -hmm. Straw was 
Stroll was getting hyped up last year, not this year. Late bloomer, man. I like it though. Late I like bloomer. It. 60 bags. Jeez. Like a Ripley like County Cornwall tournament. Well, it's the rule change, man. Pitchers are getting screwed. Pitcher throws okay. to first base twice, then they can't pick off. So what's essentially stopping the runner from just advancing to second as the pitch goes up? Nothing. I agree. So we're going to see a lot of steals. Tommy Edmond. Wow. I like Edmond. Yeah, see, there you go, Jared. You could be getting a 30 guy from Tommy Edmond and Hunter Green for Vlad Guerrero. I hope that Edmond and Green are one and two in the MVP voting this year. I hope Not so. going to happen. And then every, all 39 people in your poll can kiss my ass. How about that? Not going to happen. Kiss all their asses if you're wrong. I'll think about it. All right, guys, saves. Who we got here? Aside from the obvious, I've got two with the same name. One is Ryan Helsley, but he is not my pick because I think that he's going to get some run with Giovanni Gallegos. If I knew that he was the sole proprietor of that position and it was his to take, it's Helsley all day. But contradictory to what I had last week, I'm going to say Ryan Presley. Houston Astro. They're not going to be afraid to cheat to get him to the top of the saves. They're going to get him as many saves as he possibly can. They're really good in clutch situations due to their past history. Presley's going to be solid. He's on a good Astros team. He's not on a super dominant Astros team. So they're going to be winning a lot of close games, which is key in saves. You don't want a team that's blowing people out of the water every single week. You've got a team that's a lot of two, three run ball games. You're in a pretty good situation. And then on top of that, He's not an overpowering guy, but he's a guy that gets the job done. I love consistency guys when it comes to closers. He's not going to run it by you, but he is somebody that knows how to find his pitch location, and that's that's everything that you need in a closer. What's your prediction? How many is he going to have? 42. That's a stupid answer. Moving on. Well, better, better guess than 60 bags. No, I guarantee <laughs> that a player is closer to 60 bags than 40-something saves. Most teams this year will have pitchers by committee. We're going to be lucky to see a guy reach 30. It's just not going to happen. So your top guy in steals, if they surpass 60, you win. Or however many it is, they are away from 60. And then however many Presley or the top closer is away from 42 saves. I'm just saying, I believe that there will be runners closer to stealing 60 bags than 40 saves. I'm saying that guys will reach probably – High 40s, low 50s, okay? Put it on your Princess Diaries notepad that you got in front of you, and we're marking this down. This is our bet. What's the bet? Steak dinner. Steak dinner. I get, I get your dad's pool table that he's selling on Facebook? <laughs> no, because that's worth some money. How about, I like Jared's bet. We could do a steak dinner or wings and whiskey. Let's do the wings and whiskey. All right. I like Presley. I like Helsley. Helsley was a great surprise last year for a lot of people. You did pick him up in your league. That was a tremendous pickup for you, one of the pickups of the year, in my opinion. I think he finishes the number one or two reliever in our league, which is nuts. I mean, he was right there with Emmanuel Class A. That's how good he was. Presley, he is consistent. He seemed to be fighting some injuries last year, I think. I think he was out of the lineup a lot. I like him. Good team, like you said. My pick is actually going to be Felix Batista for Baltimore. He took over around July, August last year. Got 15 saves. Has really good strikeout numbers. 65 innings with, I think it was 88 strikeouts. I think Baltimore is a young team on the rise. I think they're going to be in a lot of good games this year. I think he's going to get a whole lot of saves. I'll actually put him at about 50. Wow. That's another just awful take. I don't even think the Orioles will win 50 games. Double down, Kyle. You can get two nights of wings and whiskey. <laughs> I do like uh, Baltimore. You don't like Baltimore this year, Kyle? No, I don't. No. Oh, boy. I love their young talent, man. 
But yeah, they have, I mean, they've been consistently bad for so long, and now they're getting all these number one picks start coming to the league. So you're saying that Felix Batista is going to get 50 saves this year, Jared? Yeah, I think so. I think that team's young and on the rise, so I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities this year. I disagree with you, sir. So, ergo, I will accept that bet. I'm going to prove that both of you are wrong, that nobody is even going to eclipse 30 saves this year. Because, as I said previously, everyone, most teams are doing pitching by committee. So, I believe that there's going to be way more steals this season than saves. Most teams may be doing pitching by committee, but we only need one team to say, hey, this is our closer and he's going to get 40 saves. And then you owe a lot of wings and a lot of whiskey, young sir. And I like both. All right, guys, coming into our last category is runs. Who do you think is going to bolster the team in that category? So in terms of runs, I've got Julio Rodriguez again. I'm doubling down here on league leaders. It's going to be Julio. If he gets the steals that I believe he's going to get, that's going to put him in scoring position that much more often. On top of that, like I said, he's a young superstar. They're going to let him run bananas. This guy's an on-base machine. He's going to be in a solid enough lineup to where I think that he'll be scoring runs in the 120 range. That's, I had 122 down. I don't think that that's too far off. So essentially, you're just expecting this guy to be an MVP. You're expecting 30 steals, 120 plus runs. While you're at it, what's his RBIs? That's what's going to prevent him from MVP status. I'll say 75. 75? Hmm. So you think he's going to have more runs than RBI? All right. Possibility. Huh? He's getting all the stolen bases. I think he's probably a good pick. What about you, Jared? Who do you got? My runs leader is going to be Jeff McNeil for the Mets. Last year, 533 at-bats. He had 73 runs, which runs is a stat that can fluctuate quite a bit pretty quickly. He did hit 326 last year and with 40 walks and those 533 bats. So the guy gets on base. I think that lineup's ready to go this year. I think they'll be probably number one offense in the National League. And I think McNeil's just going to go hog wild this year and score a whole bunch of runs. I'm going to say between 120 and 130. How many leagues do you owe him in? I owe him in one, actually. In one? Because I do believe that. I really like the potential for runs. Ooh. How about for you, Austin? How many shares of Julio do you own throughout your leagues? Uh, zero. Oh, okay. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Where did you go wrong? That is unfortunate. I have other top prospects. I went with guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., Mike Trout. Those are the guys I target, not really guys like Julio. So injury-prone guys. Gotcha. Yeah. But I want to talk about the McNeil here. I hope he does because that means my Francisco Lindor is going to be having a lot of RBIs in his near future. But I don't know where Jared got McNeil at with him only having 83 as his tops ever. That's his highest he's ever had in terms of runs in his career. So I just I like his on base numbers. So that's the main reason I picked him. I mean, he hit 326 last year. You're on base a lot. Hit 326. Well, if you like on base, let me tell you about a guy named Stephen Kwan that I got shit. Get on off of Stephen Kwan, man! Oh my lord! You hey, we're all on base, huh? on base this, on base that. You wouldn't. All right, so coming back to Tommy Evan and Hunter Green, you wouldn't even trade Stephen Kwan last year for those two guys. No, but I got some really nice offers. I was holding out for a guy that I really wanted. Did you get him? No, but I'll take that game ball. <laughs> that was a free agent pickup two weeks before the season. I'll take it. I should have went and, when Jerry offered me Dylan Cease. That was the one deal I was going to accept. He actually pulled it a day later. 
but because I was still waiting. I think he got impatient with me looking around in the trade market. Yes. Looking back, I should have accepted it, but I didn't really need a pitcher. Yes, and then you proceeded to add him in to every single one of your trades because you thought you were sweetening the pot. Oh, the same thing in fantasy basketball. I was trying to sweeten the pot with Kawhi Leonard, and I look at all you doo-doo heads who thought that that was just not sweetening the pot. That guy's averaging 40 points a game. So my pot sweeteners are pretty damn nice, Kyle. You better start taking those deals. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Slingers and Dingers, and see you next week. As always, 